Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey guys, Spencer Powell. Welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. Hope you guys are doing well today. Wanted to get into some, some conversation around marketing metrics. And before we get to that, I always like to start with, or not always, but sometimes I like to start with a question, something that's come up on a, a call with either a client or a company that I'm connecting with throughout the weeks. And one of the things that's come up a couple of times recently has been um, people bringing to the forefront that they're thinking about redesigning their website. And so the question is, you know, should I should I do that? Obviously, there isn't a uh, yes or no answer because the answer is different for everybody. But I want to give you a little bit of a framework for thinking through it. And that is, does the website represent your company, your brand to the level that you are doing your work? You know, so does the quality of your work match what the website looks like and, and how it represents you? And so I think that's one side of the coin is trying to answer that question for yourself. Because if it doesn't, then then it may be time, you know, and if you, you know, you have new projects that are amazing and you have great photos, but those aren't on the site and you have old projects up there that aren't really, you know, representing your brand, then it may be time to just pull the projects down and put up the new ones, or it may be time where you're saying, eh, this whole site just doesn't give off the right feel. So that's one side of it. The other side is the performance side, which we tend to focus a lot more on performance because I've seen some ugly looking sites do really, really well for generating leads and, and new business. And so I think design is very subjective. And so we need to think about performance as well. And, and I tend to prioritize that side of the, the equation. So is the website producing leads? Is it producing customers? And I think oftentimes we jump to, I need to redesign my website when we really need to jump to, I need my website to do better marketing and sales work for me. I need it to produce more. And those are somewhat connected, but pretty different questions. And so if you have the budget to do both and you think you really do need the design, then yes, it's probably time to redesign, do that piece first, and then start driving traffic. But if you don't have the budget or you only have the budget for one of them, it really doesn't make sense to redesign the site and then not be able to drive more people to it. Because then it's just going to look better, but still not that many people are coming to it. So I'd rather spend money on performance, get my leads and my you know customers up and my revenue up, and then redesign it you know, to, to bring that up. Because a lot of times you're just not getting enough performance. So that's we could talk about that for a lot longer, but that's the maybe a, a good framework to think about you know, should you redesign or should you not, or should you just focus on performance for now? But today I wanted to to dive into some marketing metrics and some pretty high level ones, but they're the ones that we think are critical. And so within marketing and especially digital marketing, you can track, you know, really hundreds of things, hundreds of metrics. You can track bounce rate, click rate, you know, number of pages your visitors view basically the time they spend on site, like email open rates, click rates, all these different things. 
But at the end of the day, what we've realized is there's just a few critical ones. And then there are other metrics that influence those critical ones. And so you can dive a little bit deeper, but if you at least are measuring the critical ones, then you can improve your marketing. Now, the interesting thing is most people aren't tracking the critical ones and they tend to focus on some of these smaller ones. But if you actually, if you're missing a couple of these critical ones, you'll never really be able to improve your marketing the way you want to. And I think you'll see that as we go through these. So really at the end of the day, you need to be able to track your website traffic. So the number of visitors that are coming to your website on a weekly or monthly basis, the number of raw leads. So this would be people filling out a form on the website, could be your contact us form, could be schedule a consultation, could be downloading a design guide or a PDF or brochure or something, or it could be a phone call. So uh, raw leads and then closed customers. And that is the one that people usually aren't tracking, closed customers. And it's interesting because if you don't close the loop on your marketing efforts, how will you ever know which channel is working? And so... That's why we say these are the critical ones. This is kind of your full funnel critical marketing metrics for your website is website traffic, raw leads, so form submissions, and then closed customers. So let's dive into this a little bit because each one has a little bit of nuance that I want you to to kind of understand within each one of those buckets. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. Website traffic is broken down by channel. So that's going to be things like organic search from Google, paid search from Google, social media, referral websites, which would be maybe you have a logo listed on a partner website. And if somebody clicks over, that's a referral website. Or you were linked up in a newspaper article and they link back to your site. That's a referral website. Or direct traffic, people just typing in your URL directly and going right to the site. So those are different channels of web traffic. And then... When we move to the raw leads bucket, we want to ask ourselves a few questions, which is what marketing channel did the lead come from? So a lot, I would guess that a lot of you are tracking leads. You know, if you get a phone call or you get a form inquiry and you talk to them, you ask, you know, where they came from and they'll tell you the website. 
but are you actually tracking? Did they come from a Google organic search, a Google paid search? Did they come from Facebook, from Instagram, from House, from you know a, a trade partner website? Could have been any one of those. And so if all you know is that it came from the website, that actually doesn't benefit you a ton because almost everybody's going to go through your website today. So we need to to know the original source. And then we want to know how many leads you know, made it to the phone pre-qualification stage, and then how many leads made it past that to like the first meeting. So that's you know, raw leads and then broken down to kind of marketing qualified, sales qualified, and then close customers. And so same thing here, we want to figure out what marketing channel produced that customers, not just Oh yeah, they came from the website, but what channel? Was it organic? Was it paid? Was it social? Etc. And then what was your gross margin on that project? And really what we're trying to do here is identify the marketing channels that produce the highest quality projects, not just the highest quantity, because quality projects and highest margin projects are going to be more profit. So I don't know about you, but I'd rather be doing 2 million in sales and be a 10% net company after salaries and everything versus a $5 million business and breaking even because that's just a lot more work for not more reward. <laughs> so focusing on, on the quality of the projects requires that you track one, those customers and what the revenue was and what the profit margins were, but then also which marketing channel that came from. And so what that allows you to do is jump to, okay, which marketing channels are producing the best quality projects, not just the most. And so within this, through these questions, you'll figure out your conversion rate, basically from web traffic to raw leads to close customers. And that is important to know. But then again, we want to add add in and layer in that quality piece, which I think is the X factor. Because if you just look at the raw data, you'll know your conversion rates and you might look at, you know, oh, paid drove the most customers. But if you don't look at how much revenue that channel drove or the quality of that revenue and the quality of those projects, you may go, oh, well, paid drove the most customers, but organic was the best customers. So I'm actually going to focus more on organic next year and try to reduce my reliance on paid search. And so that's really um, when you start getting down to the strategic level to dictate your tactics. And so if you guys want some help, we're doing a lot of strategy plans right now for people getting ready for, for next year head over to builderfunnel.com slash blueprint and you can book some time with us, talk through strategy, no obligation to buy. We like helping people out. And so you'll either walk away from that call, you know, getting some really good advice and you'll be on your way or you'll say, yep, I want to have you guys help us with the strategy. So that's builderfunnel.com slash blueprint and no obligation call. Um, You'll learn a lot and you'll either say, yep, we want to work or nope, we're on our way and we're going to do our own thing. But this is really what we're trying to, to get more and more people in this space doing is taking digital marketing to the next level. I feel like the first hurdle we've seen is like, okay, my website actually is important. And that took a long time. Back in 2010, 2011, I was trying to convince people that the website wasn't just an online brochure. It was a lot more than that. And that took several years. It took a long time. And then you know we finally turned the corner on that. And now I feel like we're we're kind of stuck in in a rut there and people see it as an important channel, but we're not diving a layer or two deeper. And so hopefully what this this podcast did for you today was just outline, hey, this is really basic, you know, stuff, 
but it does take a little bit of effort to make sure you have the right tracking software put in place. And then you have to be diligent about actually, you know, looking at it and then making those decisions. But really at the end of the day, it's just traffic leads customers, right? Those are three metrics. And then we're going to just dive a layer or two deeper and go, okay, but what kind of customers came from each channel and how much revenue and what were the profit margins on those projects? And then that is where the gold is. That's where we can really start making some great decisions heading into the next year. So hopefully you guys found this helpful. Again, if you want to do a quick strategy call, builderfunnel.com slash blueprint. And as always, guys, we'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.